Hey, thanks for joining me today. I want to tell you a story today about evolution and DNA. Let me read you this verse, Colossians 1.16, for by him, Jesus Christ, all things were created, both in the heavens and the earth, visible and invisible. Man, it's interesting that the Apostle Paul talked about the invisible world 2,000 years before we knew there was an invisible world. At the microscopic level, in fact, too tiny for the human eyes to see, there's a whole nother world inside of you. It's called your DNA. However, we have an opposing worldview that counters what we all know to be true, and that is the theory of evolution. So for a few minutes today, I want to contrast the theory of evolution and the science of DNA, and then compare those to the Word of God and see which one is true. Now, you probably know this, but let me just state it again. Evolution is technically defined as this, a gradual process in which something changes into a different and usually more complex or better form. That's quite a mouthful because evolution is the accepted fact, quotation marks, that the world interprets everything from. As it's most famously used, evolution is the process by which an organism becomes more sophisticated over time and in response to its environment. This flies in the face of the second law of thermodynamics that everything tends to degrade. So evolution, in its uh, pure form, says everything tends to improve over time. The theory of evolution is currently the most popular concept of how life reached its current form. I remember my first day in biology in college, the very first thing out of the professor's mouth was, there is no God, and all of you evolved from lower life forms. Now, let's get into the subject. He said it as if it were a provable fact. See, evolution as a biological mechanism is supposed to be driven by natural selection. This theory is favored by many scientists to explain the phenomena in nature, so much so that it is generally assumed as a fact in most studies. But is it? Is evolution really a fact? What does the science of DNA say? I read this quote a while back. We did a series called Genesis. If you haven't seen the series Genesis, I'd encourage you to go watch it on the Journey app. But I read this, and I wanted to share it with you today. The science of DNA will be the destruction of the theory of evolution. That's a powerful statement coming from a secular source. You just can't reconcile the two. And I believe the reason why becomes very clear as we look at the evidence. We know, at least I believe, and the Bible teaches clearly, that there was a creator of the universe. In the beginning, God, Elohim, created the heavens and the earth. And the fingerprint of that creator is in evidence at the molecular level. 
In the invisible world of the human life, we call it the DNA. You can't even see it with the naked eye. And yet Paul, in his writings, referred to the worlds that God created, the visible world and the invisible one. Maybe the Lord was trying to give us a hint even back then that there was so much more to life than what we could see with our eyes. So I wanted to highlight to you a couple of things today about your DNA, the DNA of every human. There are, there's more than 7 billion of us on the planet, and each person is unique. Every DNA pattern in each human on the earth is unique to that individual. Just like your fingerprints and your eye uh, print and even down to the, uh, the arrangement of the chemicals in your bloodstream is unique to you and you alone. That God, in his wisdom, took a lot of time to create you as a unique individual. We know this in science's latest studies, and this is an ongoing, quickly developing science. Uh, the, the first human genome wasn't mapped until around 1990. So this, this uh, information is less than 30 years old. And in the uh, span of science, that's, uh, that's infancy. So we're going to learn so much more in our lifetime that we don't even know yet. I read uh, a couple days ago about the quark which is the smallest element in the universe, cannot even be observed. But scientists know it's there because of the uh, reaction that other elements have around it. The quark is a million times smaller than a grain of sand, which is mind-boggling. And what if there's something smaller than the quark? Well, we know this for certain, that you have about 37 trillion cells in your body right now. And each cell, those 37 trillion, each contain a complete copy of your unique human genome. In other words, your, your DNA. There are 37 trillion copies of the chemicals that make up you as a life form made in the image of God. There's enough DNA in your body right now that if you uncoil it, and lay it end to end, it would reach from the earth to the sun, which is 93 million miles. The DNA in your body laid end to end would reach to the earth and the sun 530 times, although it would still only weigh about five and a half pounds. You see, your DNA in uh, mileage, you could span 49 billion miles with the DNA in your body alone. And each chemical building block along the way must be perfectly matched in order to create life. We know this also for a fact. Only DNA can create, can create new DNA. We can't replicate it. We can only observe it. So with all of this evidence that is known to science, and mankind in general, about DNA, yet the world still wants us to believe that it all happened by random chance. Is that even possible? 
Is it possible that 49 billion miles of perfectly aligned chemicals could have randomly assembled itself to create even one strand of DNA, much less you as a human or the human race, 7 billion of us alive today? Is it possible that all of that could have happened by random chance? You see, in function... DNA is somewhat like a memory chip in a computer. It stores and transfers encoded information and instructions. It is said that one coil of DNA in a human cell, just one single coil of DNA, stores enough information to fill a thousand books, each with 500 pages of closely small printed type, a thousand books, 500 page in each book, 500 pages in each book, each page typed out in tiny print. And that's just in one strand of DNA. It's an amazing creation. Is it possible that it created itself? You see the information that creates life in you that causes you to live and move and breathe and be alive is so compactly stored that the amount of DNA necessary to code all the living people on our planet right now will fit into the space no larger than a peanut M&M. That's mind-boggling. So if we took a single strand of your DNA and a single strand of DNA from every person on the planet and put it all together in a single space, all 7 billion strands of unique individuals, each with perfectly matched chemical connections, would fit into a space no larger than a peanut M&M. Is it possible that that could have happened by random chance? You know, scientists want us to believe that we've been evolving for 14 billion years that the universe and the earth and the planets are 14 billion years old. The earth itself about 4 billion. Mankind only a few million years old. Now that's their beliefs. I don't agree or subscribe to them, but for a moment, let's use their numbers. Let's say that humans have been evolving for a few million years and the earth is 4 billion years old and the universe is 14 and a half billion years old. Would that be enough time to try all the chemical combinations that are working right now in your molecules so that it would create life? Well, it's estimated that there is less than, and this is not my numbers, this is some really smart scientists, estimate that there is less than one chance in 10 to the 40,000th power that life could have originated by random trial. So that's a pretty big number. That's, that's one in 10 followed by 40,000 zeros after it. How long is that? Well, here is how long that is. There hasn't been enough time in the history of the universe to use their numbers, 14 billion years, to try all of the different combinations that would be required to create even one strand of DNA. That's why we believe that the science of DNA will be the destruction of the theory of evolution. Now, I don't think that the world of science is going to subscribe to the truth of God's word. 
they'll have to add in some other gap theories to help us to believe that we all evolved. Who knows, they may introduce the, uh, the theory of uh, aliens bringing life to Earth or some other supernatural force was involved in us, but it's all a vain attempt to write out the Creator out of his own story. The Bible is true from the very first verse. In the beginning, Elohim, the Lord God Almighty, created the heavens and the earth and the people and the chemicals and the DNA of every human that's alive today. You see, there is a creator of the universe, and his name is Jesus 